Hello, hello. Claudia, it's really weird having that I had to hit the button because you weren't you weren't, you weren't <laughs> here to hit the applause button, the applesauce button, and I. Uh, and you know. Yeah, I almost you know missed what's it. Funny? <laughs> no, I was gonna mention. You know what's funny? Like, I'm like, wow, this sounds pretty cool, but because like when I'm there, I'm just so concentrated and hitting that button, and I don't think I I get the whole experience. <laughs> You've never really listened to the music, <laughs> right? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, well, welcome back to us, to our listeners. This is episode number ten, or. Yes. Hey. <laughs> I had to really think about it. I'm like, what, what comes after? <laughs> What's after nine? Nine plus one. That's what it is. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You just reminded me of a story that my mom told me. So my little nephew is um, e-learning this week. And she was helping him. She was, like, babysitting him. And they asked her, like, okay, class, like, Yesterday was Sunday. What day is it today? And my little nephew was like, it's just another day. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, man, true, true. You're going places, kid. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, today uh, Casey had to run to do a Zoom appointment. Um, Claudia and Stephanie are calling in. Um, But somebody else is here with us today. We've got our newest member of the team. Uh, would you like, would you like to introduce yourself, Nikki? Sure. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name's Nikki, and as Joe said, I'm the newest member of the team. So, hello. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I don't know yeah. if you heard that. That was applause. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause. Round of applause. Sound of applause. <laughs> but yeah. So. Uh, Welcome, welcome. And today well, we're talking today. about services that we offer to all of our students free of charge to help them be the most effective students they possibly can be. Those are our student support services. Um, woo! That, woo! Wait, where's more applause? Yeah! Yeah! a lot of applause. That button's going to be wore out by the time we're done with this one. Um, but yeah, one of the, actually, we kind of fall under the very first option we like to mention a lot of the times, academic and transfer advising, since we help students, you know, in their first semester, um, you know, even with that first semester during that semester after, I mean, we're still a resource and it doesn't cost, we don't charge you by the hour when you come to sit and talk with us. But, uh, I mean, maybe that's something we should look into. Our therapists seem to make a very big, uh, amount of change with that, um, but after us, there's academic and transfer advising. You know, our advisors that help you with your next, like all the rest of your semesters, helping you stay on track. Like, especially too, if you decide maybe halfway into your degree, maybe the before your last semester that you don't want to do the path you're on, and you need to talk to somebody like, what's an alternative path I can go for with the classes I have right now, and where are those all going to fit? And then to make sure that you're ready to transfer, like graduate and transfer on to your next college. Like that's academic and transfer advising that they are super helpful and just a wealth of knowledge too, to always be a resource along with, with us. And uh, their manager, Tim is like the most knowledgeable person I probably have ever ran into. Yes. All knowing (laughs) Tim is like, like I, I, it's hard to fathom the amount of information he's got just within him for all the different classes, transfer like what credits transfer where. It, it's insane. 
He is a, a wise sage of RVC. Absolutely. I just thought of a Master Yoda. I'm a big, yes. I'm a big Star Wars fan, so just thinking of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, all knowledgeable within the force, all knowledgeable within education and how to, to do, help you succeed. We're going to have to do a Star Wars episode now, too. Have you been watching The Mandalorian? Yes, of course. There we go. That's all we needed. Okay. <laughs> Nikki's part of the team, guys. Nikki's part of the team. <laughs> It was the Chili's test and the Star Wars test. She's passed them both. Yes, flank. Oh, and SpongeBob. And the SpongeBob. Yep, the three tests. I, love I was. Yeah, in, I, I, I think there was something else you said this morning. I forgot to mention to you. Oh, oh. What was it? Was something else you loved? Because there was Office. There's Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, she loves all that too. <laughs> Putting you on the spot, Nikki. Me. What are the other things you like? Prove yourself to the. T- <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm a huge uh, classic rock. I love Def Leppard. That's my go-to. Okay. okay. And I know you talked about your age earlier. I'm one year older than you. So. Nate, really? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Buckle up, team. What did she say? I missed she, that. Nikki Sorry. is one year older than me. <laughs> really? I'm probably the oldest. Does that make me the oldest? Probably. It does not. I oh. don't think. Did she say she thinks she's the oldest? <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because oh, uh, yeah, when's your birthday, Nikki? Aren't aren't we all twenty one? Come on, we're all twenty one. <laughs> oh yeah, right, we, right, we, right, we right. just started our, our college education. We just You're literally right. yeah, we just graduated last year. <laughs> <laughs> we graduated early apparently too. Perfect. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, November third is my birthday. November third. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh. Yep. Got me beat by a bit. All right. I concede. <laughs> All right. Um, Claudia, what's a what's another student support service that's very helpful to our students? Thank you, Joe. Um, <laughs> well, the other one that we love to highlight is our career services. So they host a lot of different um, events on our campus. Normally, or I, I should say the pre-COVID era, there was a uh, internship fair, a, a career fair that they really um, that was really popular. Um, they did move it to virtual this year, as well as a lot of other services. Um, but that is one of their biggest hits. Um, but they also help with different um, activities. So the first thing they also the first thing <laughs> the other thing they do is they help you with your resume. So sometimes, especially if you're seeking to get a um, let's say a student worker opportunity, we do require that you have a resume. And this might be the first time you encounter that. So if you need help with that, they're there to help you. Same as interviewing skills, or let's say you just really don't know what you want to do. Um, they also have those uh, exams that you may hear about to see what your personality says you should be doing for the rest of your life. <laughs> so they offer all the, that help and more. And of course, we have Great personnel working on the career services department. So we'd always encourage you to reach out to them. I can uh, I can definitely attest to after after being on multiple hiring committees that resume building is definitely important. It is mm-hmm. important and like knowing how to do a proper cover letter helps as well. Um, a lot of the times. But definitely with the resume too, like it maybe I don't know maybe it's it was the art school in me but just like making sure that it kind of sticks out more than others like doesn't isn't just like a 
if I go if I look up a resume template, did you just copy and paste what you did into that? Because I I've done that. I did that for a long time, and then <laughs> as soon as my my wife was like. Hey, maybe you should like add a picture of you or something, or do like change it up. It was like, okay, I'm like, maybe that'll work. And then I got I got offered this position. So, um, wow, that so was thanks to your wife. Exactly. Shout Nina, out yeah. to Nina. Yeah, Nina got me the job here, and I was like, Are you, what? This worked? Okay, all right. So yeah, maybe there's something to it. Yeah, spice it up. Add, like add some flair to it, and you know, really highlight and brag about yourself. Don't worry about being modest. Like. There, you can tell when somebody's like, "Oh, I just I ran the company." Like, okay, maybe you did, maybe you didn't do that much, but like highlight <laughs> right. your abilities, be proud of it, and just take advantage of that of that time to make yourself shine. This has been a TED talk. Yeah, I always tell people, don't sell yourself short. Like, you you did that, you own up to it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Put mm-hmm. it all down, anything and everything, mm-hmm. just do it. Absolutely, I'm just like if even if. Uh, I, I think this point too, it's gonna, uh, I might start just adding, like, if I ever had to update my resume, I don't plan on it. Um, but if I ever had to, I'm, I'm going to add to my least list of skills. Like I'm going to say like sort of daycare, uh, managing cause of how I've been taking care of my dogs while working from home. I think it counts. They're like kids. <laughs> it's a skill. Oh, yeah. Well then I could definitely add that to my resume. There you go. <laughs> Managed a daycare. daycare. <laughs> <laughs> how many children? I mean, just just one. <laughs> Just one, just one. But, you know, he does great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Now I can say that, too. Yep, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Then what's, so, uh... in other words, take advantage of our career services department because they are there to help you. Again, this is completely free for you, so why not take advantage of it? And that's so why, let's we, go that's why to... we go to college anyway, it's like to get the career we want. So, career exactly, services, yeah. use it. Yes. And I will say that um, I it wasn't at this one, but the one, the career fair that I had gone to in my university, um, I actually did get on-the-spot job offer there. So really take advantage of all those because you just never know what opportunities you might receive. Um, that's a story for later, but <laughs> that, uh, that job offer was also because I was involved in um, – in different organizations and you know my name just happened to be thrown out one day and that day i met the my possible future boss um clearly mm-hmm. i'm not in that position but <laughs> but, but it was it was a very neat experience to say the least um so let's go ahead and talk about the next one our disability support services um who wants to talk about this I can sum up some information. So with the uh, disability support services, so if you're not 100% sure as to what that means, uh, one of the features that they can offer is communication services. So say like sign language or maybe like real-time captions that you might need. Um, So if you've had some sort of assistance in high school, say um, you needed a little extra time or you've been working with a counselor at your high school um, so that you make sure that you have an opportunity to be as successful as you can be in your classes, you'll want to come through to the Disability Support Services and they'll be able to kind of guide you, provide more information as to what could be offered. And again, really make sure that you can be as successful um, as you can be. So, you know, aside from just the sign language aspect, there's, of course, going to be assistive technology overall. 
Um, and we do also have uh, what's called the RAISE program. So it's an alternative post-secondary education program. And that's specific for individuals with intellectual disabilities and enables individuals to participate in inclusive post-secondary education opportunities. So overall, there's a lot of different features that this particular uh, department can offer. And again, it's a free service for our students. So if you ever have any questions thinking that, well, maybe I wouldn't be able to be as successful in college because I feel like I need more time because I feel like I need um, some assistance in this matter, you don't have to worry about that. Um, you can always let one of us know and we can guide you right over to this department. Yeah, and I think another thing to add is that they do have um, sign language interpreters, which are very important <laughs> to remember. Um, and then also due to the environment we happen to find ourselves in, I feel like I need to get a dollar every time I say we're in a pandemic. <laughs> this <laughs> podcast has been brought to you by COVID-19. <laughs> right. Um, but because of a virtual world that we're in, they have also adapted and ensured that all of our students have the same um, abilities to be as successful. And they have virtual adaptations as well. So there's like different note taking. There's different ways to um help you with your technology there's so many different accommodations that they're able to provide for you and that they're able to help you with that again it's not shameful at all it's confidential it is a great resource to use especially if you want to make sure that you're successful in college i can't stress that enough all right and then after that we've got financial aid which um, that one, we probably can just save that for next week because we're going to have uh, someone from our financial aid department actually on the show with us next week to go into the full details Woo-hoo. of that. Woo! Wait, where's... There it is. Woo! <laughs> just to Spoiler make sure... Spoiler alert on episode 11. <laughs> yeah, buckle up. So also to make sure that uh, when you think about financial aid, you aren't getting this impression. Um, but yeah we do have that department that department is is there regardless it is they're always there to help you if it comes to like filling out your fafsa or finding out what documents you do need from uh for your fafsa or to get uh, any of your financial aid on file for that matter um so we will we'll save that one for next week to go more in depth but uh, we also have our getting started center which they help put on our new student welcome so that's the we've been doing it this past two semesters virtually, um, but that's like an orientation for new students to come in and get some presentations, like to hear from different heads of other departments and hear from our student panel, but also just kind of get you like a little taste of Rock Valley to uh, help you feel like at home before you actually start your classes. And that's where you can go to meet with one of our peer mentors. Um, they are students that are current students here to help you with any of their own advice they've picked up or tips they've experienced in their time at RVC and, um, just help, you know, give a different point of view, um, from the college experience. You know, you can talk to any of us and we can tell you things to do, but hearing from a student who's actually going through it right now is going to have a much bigger impact and a better perspective for maybe certain instructors to take for classes, um, and just to help you, like, you know, maybe they can help alleviate some stress that they went through at the time by telling you their story, too. Nikki, did you ever use any peer mentors in college? I, I know when my when I was at college, I didn't even, we didn't even have that for me, so. 
I did not, and I highly regret it because we, I mean, that was something that, so I went straight to a four-year because my parents were all about the community college stigma. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, that's another topic for another time. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just was like, I guess I have to do this on my own. And, you know, Google, that's when Google was starting to become a really big thing. And, uh, yeah, no, I didn't. And then when I find out, found out about it, it was already, I was already graduating. And yeah. I was like, well, this is great. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> highly recommend. I mean, take advantage, especially because it's a free service that's offered to you. And, you know, when you start working, there's a lot of things that aren't free. Oh. <laughs> Once you start <laughs> and you're in the workforce. So, you know, while you're educating yourself, please take advantage. So that's I'm, what I would recommend. Yes. I, hi, yeah, I highly second that too. I didn't run into like I didn't take advantage of that stuff. I'm like, I'll be fine. Yeah, there's times I wasn't fine, but yeah. <laughs> got through it. Claudia, Stephanie, how about you guys? I was um part of actually I was more on the other side of that. So um I from the start there there was something very similar that a program that that happened that it was called the right place to start. Um, this was at Rock Valley, um, blah, 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 some years ago. Um, so, <laughs> question mark years ago. Um, but some years ago, that was kind of like the similar thing with peer mentors, except you were paired up with a specific, um, they're calling like coaches or it was an advisor. Well, everybody served different roles. Um, so it wasn't just academic advisors. But um, from that, you kind of developed a good mentorship. Um, and then I was also able to be, I, you know, I received, I strengthened some, some mentored mentorship relationships, um, as I was involved again. Um, and there are some that have even helped me now too. Like I just had a conversation with one of them, um, a few weeks ago that, you know, really still touches base on me now that, you know, it's after college, got to make sure that we're still students and he's still making sure I'm growing and um, into the best version of myself. Um, and then at the university, I was able to um, be a mentor. So we had what's called the um, Emerging Leaders Program. And um, that was really, that was powerful too, because even, you know, you go through your, your phase of being a, a mentee, and then now that you're a mentor, you really, you still learn because everyone's going to be different than you. Um, and then you're also um, giving those great advice, that great advice that was given to you to ensure that somebody else is as successful and taking up all the opportunities available to them. So I highly encourage it. Um, our Getting Started Center has worked really hard for that. You do go through a training, so it's not like, oh, you know, you look happy all the time. <laughs> Be a mentor. Um, they you, they are trained um, in a proper manner to ensure that they are the best mentors possible. Awesome. What do we got next? The next thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't. I don't want to cut anyone off. I know. Um, I'm, I'm so. like. Oh, I know. They're. I know they're both waiting. No. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was gonna say sorry. I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm used to always waiting. <laughs> so I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. There's two of us. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know um, Joe will edit these awkward silences, but I'm just like, I, sure I just do. don't want to cut anyone else. No, you're fine. And I'm like, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Take it away, Stephanie. All right. 
Um, so we just summed up the Getting Started Center. with And Claudia, I think your story about the peer mentorship, uh, that process was awesome. Um, and then next, we could mention another supportive service would be access to the library. So in terms of having an opportunity to check out books and review that, of course, there's going to be different computers accessible where you can work. Uh, we also have rooms that you can rent out. So again, after the pandemic, when we're in an environment where you have an opportunity to engage in group projects, you could rent out one of these rooms. Um, what else would you want to throw into that mix, Joe? Uh, well, one, Nikki and I are actually coming to you guys live from the <laughs> library here. I know this episode won't be live, but at the moment it is. Um, there's what's also accessible here is not only this podcast room, um, but there's also the Media Maker Lab where they're able to help you do like if you if students wanted to record something for a class or do a podcast bit, it could be for a class, could be for your own. Um, you just need to talk to Nathan Talon, who is fantastic, is our uh, just real MVP when it comes to helping us get set up here and uh, making sure that, you know, you feel comfortable using any of the technology you might be unfamiliar with. Um, but their, their recording studio for, like, video aspects is really cool, too. Like, they've got, the, they've got a green screen down there. You can set up to do, like, an interview uh, recording if you want to. There's also this awesome, like, uh, like see-through kind of glass that um, you can just, you can draw on and it'll like the way it projects it in front of you is really cool that we got to mess with. It, it's hard to explain it to make it sound interesting and not just like, Oh, you were just drawing, <laughs> but it, it's really cool. Um, they've got a lot of awesome stuff that you can work on there um, that can kind of tie in with any of like the mass communication classes as well. Um, so there's just more than books at the library to take advantage of. And I love books. I'm excited and to be I here. think surrounded by books. <laughs> oh. What what's every, what's everybody's favorite book series? Nikki, you go. Oh crud! I thought I was going to be able to go last. Um. <laughs> you know, okay, we'll go, we'll we'll edge today. Okay. okay. Uh, my favorite book series, I'd say, is the X Heroes series of books because it's like uh, probably the easiest way to describe it as a combination of Walking Dead and the Avengers. Um, superpowers were real and then a zombie outbreak happened and you're like dealing with a group of superheroes that are protecting survivors in LA and it's really cool and then the stories that expand off there are just awesome Claudia what's yours way to call me out (laughs) 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 it's okay I have no problem mentioning my favorite book series because I don't have one. <laughs> pretty simple. Oh, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, I'm like, you know, I don't have oh, book series. We talked I'm about I'm actually this, trying yeah. to get back into reading. I like, <laughs> I purchased, I just recently got two books and I'm working on both of them, but I'm not really like, I actually just asked a friend of mine today for some suggestions for more inner, like reading entertainment. Cause whenever I read, it's always, it's not like a series with like a fun story. It's like, something related to I don't know some kind of like science component like the last full book that I remember was about unique neurological disorders that you know and the stories of the people that have experienced them and I can't remember the title of the book but like that's the kind of reading that I do it's like not nothing that you're like this is just going to be a light read and I'm going to go ahead and enjoy myself I get done reading it I'm like oh my goodness did you know that (laughs) did you know that this exists that people cannot see lines and then 
Then they have to mark down what's a knife and what's not because they can't see shapes. Like, how does that, how does that, ha- like, stuff that nobody wants to actually hear about? Uh, <laughs> like, what do you mean nobody wants to hear about that? that I'm like sitting here like, what? I'm walking around <laughs> right, this like, room trying to imagine any of this without lines or shapes. I was doing that too. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm having an existential like, crisis now. She had to get all of these little, like, stickies to kind of color code what was safe and what wasn't because she couldn't see like the outline of things. So she could she didn't know like what the outline of a knife would be. Oh. She didn't want to hurt herself. And so like red was something like dangerous, but she could still move about her house. I, I mean, the whole thing, I was, it was just very bizarre. And I wish I could remember the name of the book, but Whoa. that was just one of the particular stories that stuck out to me. Oh, I, you'll like the book that I'm reading right now too. I, I have, sorry, Claudia, I don't mean to cut you off if I did, but, um, <laughs> I my book series I I read a lot of books and just books randomly here and there but um mine that I really got into is called The Mortal Instruments. I know they made a movie yeah. off of it and like it was a terrible movie. So I'm sorry <laughs> if anybody that liked that movie, but it um and they have this series now on Hulu which is actually great. It follows the books a little bit um but it's about like uh like the shadow hunters and they're like half human half angels and they have these powers and they make these ruins on them that can like make them like run really fast jump tall buildings and like they fight like the fairies the vampires the you know werewolves and stuff like that so fantasy books like that um but the book that I'm reading right now really quickly is called you are the placebo and it's about how our minds are technically very powerful we don't use them all and Basically, we can create our own, like, healing drugs when we're feeling emotional, when we're physically hurt, when we're mentally drained. Like, our brains can produce what we need. Like, we don't actually need to take drugs. Like, we are our own placebo. And they've done many studies with actual placebos. People have gotten surgery, and it's just, it's really good. It's it's really thick, but it's good. Whoa. <laughs> I was coming up, I'm over here like, you guys like zombies and superpowers <laughs> and, and, and Nikki and Stephanie are just like, would you like to know what the brain can do? <laughs> <laughs> but I do like zombies and vampires and all that stuff, but it's just... That's awesome. That's so cool, though. That is great. Oh, my gosh. Both of those sound so interesting. Guess, yeah. And with entertaining components like that, I think I'm just more one to, like, watch a series or something like that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so there's, there's there's pieces to that, too. But Claudia, did you, did you think of any books? Well, now going off the same thing, um, I just recently, the other day, we had a um, conversation with Nikki about those. She was telling me about that book. Um, there's two, two books I read in one of my favorite classes in college. It was um, medical sociology class. So it really, you know, talks about the medical field, but also with the sociological aspects and um there's a book, I forgot what it's called, um, and I, I'm, I do apologize because it's a really good book, um, and I gifted it, so of course I'll have it, um, <laughs> but the main author is McCarthy, that's, that's, that's all I remember, um, about a doctor who went and worked, uh, went to Harvard Law, sorry, Harvard Law, Harvard Medical School, and, um, she was all set to work for a private clinic, um, but then she decided to work at a um, non-for-profit, so a free clinic, in a very low economical standard um, 
city um, or suburb, I think it was. Um, so it really goes into detail about how, you know, there. She called for first um, like a universal health system, and then she also called for doctors to not just think that because you're able to find what what they need and um, tell them exactly what they need to take. Like that, that's not as easy as it may sound. You know, some students, some students, some. Um, Patients would have like so many different backgrounds and do different situations that they had to address prior to being able to even take care of their health. So it was really eye-opening. Um, it was probably one of one of the books I had. I was forced to read, but actually, I really enjoyed. I think it was actually one of the books that I finished rather quickly, just because it was so entertaining, um, and I really liked it. Um, I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> so I'm right there with you in the medical. Um, I, I like reading about um, kind of like life stories and then learning. Um, one of the most recent ones I learned, too, was How to Be an Anti-Racist. Um, that was a phenomenal book. Um, and, again, it was one of those situations where I was kind of told to read it <laughs> because um, they had a webinar with um, the author and, and I was actually like fascinated. I think that's where I'm like, I need to start reading. <laughs> um, started, um, and then I <laughs> making notes. I've been on chapter like four of Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, for <laughs> the past four months. <laughs> um, but <laughs> chapter a month. Chapter a month. Chapter a month. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but it's going, and that is also phenomenal phenomenal book so yeah i guess i like like the medical books um intriguing topics are just really really cool but i'm i'm also there with you stephanie that sometimes mm -hmm. a documentary also does it for me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a webinar what is a documentary right. but a webinar on tv right mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah so i think i don't know i think uh there's a lot of different avenues nowadays to get um, similar material, but I, as I've heard so many times, and once I actually read, I find out that you know normally what is the best thing to get the best thing is is always going to be the book. Yes. So, yes. so we have a lot, and then if you don't find the book that you're looking for on our library, we also are part of the iShare program. So we can make sure, let's say one of our sister libraries has it, we can ensure that we get it to you in a timely manner. So then uh, after the library and talking a little bit more about books, um, of course, we would want to mention that we do have the bookstore. So for any of the books that are going to be required within your classes, um, you can actually search online to see what specifically would be required and then make arrangements with the bookstore to either schedule an appointment right now to have it picked up or uh, potentially have it mailed directly to you. Awesome. And then after that, um, we've also got a personal and success counseling department. Um, so our personal and success counselor, her name is Andrea. She is fantastic. Um, she's on campus here where students can meet with her to talk about if they're having any like hard times in classes. Uh, it could be hard times outside of classes too, really just to know that you have somebody to like ha have somebody to talk to here. And 
it can be really, you know, we, I'm sure we have plenty of students that are, you know, going through their college career basically on their own. Um, and it can feel really isolating when you start to get overwhelmed by a class and maybe kind of losing some of that confidence or, you know, worry sets in. And we just want you to know, like, we do have somebody here who you can talk to for that. And that's, that's what mm-hmm. Andrea does. She's there to like help you cope with any situations like you're going through right now, but also help you come up with a plan to, you know, get through that and become, just keep going and succeed. And I agree with that. I know sometimes um, I might get students that just are very, very overwhelmed and we're here to help you with, you know, we're finding your classes, um, getting you different support, but also, you know, we may notice that it may just help to, to talk to somebody. And while we're able to talk to you too, um, what better person to talk to than a person that has those credentials, that educational background to help you to the best of their ability. So if we refer you to a personal success counselor, um, it is no obligation, but again, like these are free services offered to our students. Um, take advantage of them because they can be essentially life-changing. Um, you know, college is a new world, um, but we, again, just want you to succeed. <laughs> and we can always help kind of bridge that initial communication to Andrea too. Like, it, you know, it can be um, intimidating having to go and ask. It, it's it's scary to ask for help even, you know, whether it be asking us where somebody something is or having to talk about anything deeper than that. So, you know, if you don't feel comfortable maybe reaching out to her yourself, but you want one of us to help kind of bridge that communication, that's we absolutely can do that for you. So don't, don't be afraid to, you know, let us know that you need help so we can help you get directed to the right person for it. Completely agree with you. <laughs> and um, another student support services, um, maybe a more fun one, is our student life. So we have over 35 student-led organizations. Um, they are still active during this pandemic. Um, maybe some of them may not be as active as they used to be or it may just look a little bit different, but we certainly still have um, some um, operating. I know I am an advisor for the Association of Latin American Students, or AWAS, um, and we meet via Zoom. Um, Joe, do you want to talk about your club for a moment? Yeah, I am the advisor for the Japanese Multimedia Culture Club, Uh, but what we were looking (laughs) to do before, you know, in the pre-COVID situation was um, my students wanted to get to get like get funding to end up going to like uh, an anime like convention or like do go to like do cosplay conventions. Also, kind of get materials for those cosplays to be able to go to like um, any area. Like if we could find any children like children's wards of hospitals of like cancer patients to like kind of go and mm-hmm. brighten up their day for that. Um, and then COVID happened, so that really ground everything to a terrible, terrible halt. Um, so we will hopefully be able to continue that once it's back to like an in-person situation and doing those more in-person events is feasible. Um, yeah, that's where, that's what we're hoping for. And we also wanted to do like rent out, uh, our performing arts center to do like a, uh, viewing of different like studio Ghibli, uh, anime movies as well. So someday, someday. (laughs) Yeah, so there are different organizations. Um, If you don't find an organization that you like, though, 
please know that you're also able to start a new one. Um, so the steps to doing that are not as extensive as one might think. So if you need help with that, just let us know. Um, just last year, there was a new organization started, our dance club. So, you know, there may be a club that you just want to start. You can also do that. Um, we also have a student government association, um, otherwise known as, as SGA. Um, so they are kind of like the student council from high school, except now they do influence um, something that we call the board of trustees which make a lot of different decisions for the colleges, including um, like if we need additional laptops, let's say, or if um, tuition increases, um, a lot of different different decisions. So it is good to know that there is one student in particular that gets voted in to be a student trustee, and they're able to sit on those boards and have those um, that student voice be heard. So especially um, during different circumstances that might arise, uh, we want to make sure that the students' voices are heard, and that is why we have that student trustee. This year, it's Annika. She is fabulous. Um, she also has a episode on the Everything RVC podcast, so if you wanted to hear a little bit about her, you can um, listen to that. Um, and then beyond um, those clubs and organizations, we also have sports. Um, so do you guys want to talk about the sports? I don't know sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, like, I no, no I'm, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, like, we have sports. We do. <laughs> um, yeah. With our sport, with our sports teams at Rock Valley, even, uh, with us being a community college, our sports teams are, not only nationally recognized, but they are nationally competitive in that regard too. We do have a co-ed bowling team. We have our men's basketball, soccer, and baseball teams. And then we have our women's softball, volleyball, basketball, soccer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Do they have all those? Okay. Yep. And soccer. And soccer. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let me, let me read you that one. Okay. And then we also have our women's basketball, softball, volleyball and soccer teams i did it <laughs> but our, our 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 girls uh, our women's uh, softball team actually won six straight national championships again before covid um so hopefully once they can get back to playing with that they can go for number seven um they're yeah that streak they are just dominating out there it's fantastic I've seen the fields. The fields are nice too. Yeah, I always forget. Like we have those. They're like because I mean they're up on hills a little bit. But whenever when we were looking at those like aerial photos for the college to use, I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of field space over there. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. So those sports are not as active at the moment, uh, thanks to COVID again. Um, thank you for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> but. Um, hopefully soon enough we will see them back in action and they're very competitive they're often highlighted um, not just in local news but actually national news Um, we do have students coming from different parts of the united states um but not to toot our own horn but um (laughs) we are very proud of our athletic department and then they are also really good um academically as well i know this past semester they um, they all 
all of our athletes um, maintained over, I think it was a 3.2 GPA, if I am not incorrect. Um, so very, very impressive. Uh, we are very, very proud of them. So let's go ahead and um, talk about our other student support services, um, our testing center, um, Jill, Stephanie, Nikki, <laughs> do you guys <laughs> want to talk about it? Um, yeah. Our... The oh, I'll let you take it, Stephanie. <laughs> <Same time. laughs> I was going to say the testing center uh, would typically be a little bit straightforward. Um, what is probably, I would say, most well-known is for our students that have to take their AccuPlacer test. And that would be the test for English, reading, and math to help make sure that you are uh, going to be placed in the classes that allow you to be the most successful. So aside from that, um, that particular component isn't available right now. So for any students that are listening and interested in starting classes for the upcoming semesters, we may have to talk about the deferral form, which can be found on our website. So I always like to just throw out there right now that while that's one of the main components or main reasons that people think of testing center, um, we do have other options too. Um, but aside from that, if you have, say, um, any prior classes or experience and you want to do like a what's called a CLEP test. Um, Claudia, do you remember the specific um, lettering for, for each of them? It's like college level examination preparation. Is that correct? For CLEP? Yeah. <laughs> so I was just wondering. I'm like right over here really thinking I was going to get it. College, college level. Yep. Uh, college level examination program. So the uh, that's specifically what I was going to mention that I think is helpful. So um, that's the uh, shortening your path to a college degree with CLEP. So you go in and take tests, which may give you an opportunity to then earn uh, college credit. So for particular classes, and and I was going to direct that to Claudia because I believe you had an opportunity to use CLEP, um, which gained you was it maybe twelve to fourteen credits. Yes, so when I, um, again, just like last year, <laughs> when I took it for, um, I actually took it during my experience at Rock Valley. Um, I grew up with Spanish, so Spanish is actually my first language. So I was able to just kind of um, study a little bit beforehand and then take the exam. And then it gives you the equivalent of, um, I believe it's four different classes. And that is 14 credits, actually. So it's almost a whole semester. It actually is a whole semester, a full-time semester. Um, mm -hmm. So and it's not just foreign languages. I think a lot of students think it's just foreign languages. It's, it's, it's a lot of different things, anywhere from business to history, social sciences, um, even sciences. I always tell students, if you took an AP course, especially this past year, um, that they had to take the AP exam in, you know, maybe a very busy environment. Um, do take advantage of this because it could potentially give you a good amount of credit. Um, even just one class, you know, is a lot better than no classes. So um, do take advantage of it. We, we really want um, students to, you know, get credit for what they know, essentially. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it, Claudia. And, and thank you, because I, I just remember you mentioning being able to have that opportunity and like what you said, ha essentially complete a semester. Um, but, you know, if anybody's curious on what options are available, that's definitely listed on our website. 
So you'd be able to scroll down and there's a nice little box that says collect at a glance and that's going to give you more information about which options you could review, study for, and take the test for. So, uh, something else we also have is our tutoring center. So normally um, students would be able to come down, uh, it's actually right next to where the testing center is, and you'd be able to go in there to meet with um, either faculty members or uh, students that are actual uh, tutors here to get help with the various classes that you're in. Um, even though we aren't allowing in-person tutoring right now, we are allowing um, the tutoring to still be accessible through online means. So you can actually do that virtually through our website as well. So even if you're taking online classes, don't think that that means you can't make use of tutoring, especially during this you know current COVID situation as well. Um, so the tutor, there's still tutors there that are able to help you. And like I said, it's they're virtually, so it's a little easier to kind of maybe work around your schedule that way too. And you can see what their availability is by going through our website. Definitely take advantage. Don't be like me as a student and be like, I got this once again. Because <laughs> it's like, if you need help with something, just don't be embarrassed about it. Be honest and like, hey, I'm struggling in this subject or, you know, in this class. And it's a free service once again. So, you know, just ask for help if you need it. Exactly. Yeah. I I also, they're like, again, I'm starting to see like the, the like the services that my college didn't offer because there, was, there wasn't like... <laughs> Maybe there was, and I just, again, didn't do like well hard enough to find it. But, yeah, getting tutoring, like, that's the whole point of them is to help students who need assistance with their classes. So, like, that that's what they're there for. They are not there to judge you. They're, again, they're there to make you better because they are comfortable in this situation, and they understand how to break it down and make it more accessible to other students. Like, that, that's the whole point of their job. So, take advantage yeah, of that. Go for it. Sorry, Sorry, Claudia. Go ahead. No, I'm done. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to say, um, the biggest thing, too, to think about is these are offered, as, as Nikki mentioned, like, this is that was the best way to put it. Like, don't be afraid to take those chances. I know that um, one of the classes I took in, um, actually, you probably will take, is English 101 in um, college. And my professor, um, Professor Oak, shout out to him. Um, he, one of the assignments he used to do is that, or he probably still does, is that you have to visit the writing center um, before you submit one of your your first paper, I believe. And um, so it was it was an assignment to me, but because of that, I was able to really realize that hey, like this is actually a great service that they they provide for you and. Um, as I mentioned, um, Spanish is my first language. So English to me has always been, in my opinion, like a, a very, a, a skill that I should still continue strengthening. Um, so being able to, you know, have to go to the writing center and then seeing how wonderful they were, um, and then that they're only there to help me, that was a really great experience. And I invite you all to take advantage of that, um, they just even proofread. They don't even, you know, you don't really have to sit down for two hours every day. Um, it's, it's at your own pace, however much time you think you need and um, however much time you can commit to it, essentially. Yeah, so, so that's, 
Those are the student services that we offer here that, again, they're all free. They are there for you to take advantage of and use whenever you need them. And, again, don't don't shy away. If you're unsure, like, if we offer those or maybe you forget what services we offer or you're, like, just looking to find the right person to talk to, let us know. Let us know whoever your main contact at RVC has been. Go to them, even if it's another student. Ask somebody, and they will get you pointed in the right direction. Uh, because these services, it's you paid your college tuition. This is there for you because of that. It's like use it, please, please. Again, <laughs> use it. This is going to be called RV. This episode is going to be RVC, and please use student services. <laughs> That was a great way to wrap that up, Joe. Um, so as always, let's finish up with a really fun question. Um, so this week's question is, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, what, is, <laughs> what is the most, I'm going to say, interesting way that you've injured yourself? And I can go first since this one, mine happened just very recently. Um, so over the weekend, um, I was at a grocery store and I was grabbing a box. Um, it wasn't even a sharp box. It was like a craft box, you know, like the mac and cheese ones. Um, and somehow that gave me like a cut on my finger, on my pinky. And it, it was, I mean, it's not a deep cut, but it's one of those that, you know, like, there's a flab of skin. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. <laughs> I was, like, bleeding. Like, I had to go to the restroom, and, you know, of, of course, you always want to rinse out those wounds to ensure that nothing bad touches and you know, sanitary. But I was like, what in the world? Like, out of everything, a box? Like, it wasn't even a box cutter. I don't know. So I might be afraid of boxes now. <laughs> I, I can absolutely confirm that boxes are some of the sharpest things. Like I, anytime like now, like, yeah, if I, if one like falls out of my hand or I run my hand across, I'm like, immediately I'm like, Oh, here it comes. And then, yeah, there's a nice, a nice cardboard cut. And I've seen them do like uh, electron microscopes, like zoom ins on, cardboard and how serrated it is just like paper and that's why oh, it goodness. just that's why it messes you up so bad oh i just heard it like shh. Mm-hmm. you know whenever you cut <laughs> yep. yourself on paper it's just, like, it's just oh, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah yep feeling it oh not, not pleased no my fingers feel it <laughs> yeah that's it's always i'm like oh, i'm gonna just be doing this or like oh just constantly like just crunching my fingers now just like trying to get the sensation to like go away nikki what's the most interesting way you've ever injured yourself um well i grew up playing sports so we got hurt all the time but non-sport related when i was probably like four five like daycare before like you go to school and stuff and the, I was short. I still am short. But the girls, there was a bar. Like, they had a little playground. And I saw girls that could, like, put their arms on the bar and pull themselves up to sit on it. So I thought I could do that. And, you know, me being a little shrimp, I decided to, like, <laughs> yeah, shrimp. I jumped up on it. And instead of, like, catching myself with my legs, like, you know, you could do the backflip mm-hmm. or, like, you know, 
I fell straight down and I put my right arm straight and it just like all my body weight went on it. And I sat there crying and holding my elbow because it hurt. And so come to find out I got a hairline fracture on my right elbow from doing that. And I had to wear a cast and I hated it because back in the day we would play Sega and like, you know, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't, it went up to like my thumb. And so I was like struggling to to press the control and I couldn't play Mortal Kombat very well. And it was just You like hold it down and just use the one finger that'll point. Oh, (laughs) like that's not fair. Just (laughs) trying to play with the thumb. But to me, it's the most interesting way just because like, I don't you know, I just was trying to be like the big girl. <laughs> I wanted to be, pull myself up on the bar. And like to this day, if I like extend it, like if I tried to, what was it? When I work with kids, I tried to like block them from leaving the room and one mm-hmm. of them hit my arm. And there's a certain way now where I can still feel the pain in my elbow. Oh. So that that was my interesting uh, oh, injury. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Like, I can't feel it now, but I mean, certain ways. It's, yeah, it's, it's, if it's ever on cue, it's like, nope, can never find it. But then you'll be like, and, and just one slight movement, and then it's all over. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, (laughs) pain, pain, pain. Uh, (laughs) Stephanie, how about you? You know, there's a couple, I feel. And I'm thinking probably one of the most interesting ones was when I was younger, I was really into basketball. And, in fifth grade, I don't know why, but I was, this will probably age me a little, but I thought Dennis Rodman was so cool. <laughs> and I wanted to be a rebounder like Dennis Rodman. Me and, I, gosh, at the time I had to probably only been like five foot two. And all these girls I would go up against were like, obviously closer to six feet. Like, I just felt like everybody towered over me. But I did pretty well because I could kind of jump, surprisingly. So... Like, I ended up making, like, the first group, like, the first string that goes out there. Um, And I remember one Saturday morning, probably, like, at HCC or something, and and we're just going about our business. And I go to jump up and catch the ball. It had bounced off the rim. It didn't go in. And I had it in my hand, and the girl behind me, it was just like she was a mammoth compared to me, and she just kind of pulled it out of my hand, just like, just, like, picked it out, no problem. (laughs) But the way in which she did it is it took like my pinky finger with her and it was just like it was like it just came back further than I knew possible and before my feet even hit the ground I was in tears and what's funny is like everybody which because she got the ball so they're running to the other side of the court and I'm just like on my knees holding my hand and crying you know it just felt like half of the audience didn't even notice yet (laughs) because it was like happened so fast and I remember like I could move it a little bit and so especially back then everybody's got the idea where they're like oh if you can move it it's not broken I'm like right right okay yeah oh and my dad (laughs) my dad went to Walgreens and got like this little brace cast thing that I wore um and I mean it worked out fine I can like use my hands just fine but still to this day my right pinky sticks way out further than what it should like like it, the way in which it healed from the base, it should like go straight up and I can make it go straight up, but I have to like think about it. I just relax <laughs> my hand. It looks like, it looks like my left or my, sorry, my right pinky is just trying to like move away from my body. <laughs> like, oh, no. out there than necessary. But that was, that was probably my most interesting way of getting injured. Just the whole feet. <laughs> oh gosh. That's terrible. Oh. Mine was, uh, when I was pretty young, we went down to 
Missouri to visit my grandma and grandpa and like my uh, my uncles and aunt, my cousins were there too. And we went outside to like uh, throw around a football. And I am not uh, any, I'm not inclined for sports at all. I was not made to be a sports person. I don't think I, uh, I'm just not, not athletically inclined. And this would further <laughs> prove why I shouldn't be. Um, as a, the football was tossed over, uh, near one of the fences and I went over to pick it up. I'm like, okay, I'll pick it up. And as I'm walking back, I'm in like shorts and I take a few steps and all of a sudden I feel this sharp pain on my leg. And I'm just like, ow. And I feel it again and again and again. I'm just like, ow, ow. And I just start like, like crying out, like in pain. And my family come over, came over and got me and took me inside. And what had happened is when that football landed, where it landed, I went over and picked it up. I stepped on a ground hive of yellow jackets and oh, no. they were all over my legs and not having it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so the universe is telling me, this is what you get if you try playing football. You will get, <laughs> you'll get stung by bees. And so they took me inside and we're like, not like wiping them off of me, the stingers and stuff too. I got stung like 30 or 40 times between both of my legs. Oh my goodness. Um, I like couldn't get to sleep because it would just like every few seconds, it would be a sharp pain. Uh, my ankles were like swelled up to where like, you couldn't even see that little like ankle knob. Uh, I was like, Oh, this is cool. And <laughs> it was like it, that was awful for the rest of the day. After that though, it, it, my legs itched so bad from all the stings. I was like, I, I think that might've been worse in a in a sense, cause the pain at least went away, but the itching was there yeah. for like days and oh, wow. awful, awful, awful. <laughs> I, uh, that, that, that's yeah. Anytime I, I get in a tanglement with bees, it's, it's not good. That's terrible. Oh, I was waiting for a, like, you went over the fence and then yeah, everybody, right. like, ran to you. Like, no, like, Sandlot. I was like, oh, God, something's yep. going to attack. I mean, something did something attack Something did you. attack me. <laughs> <Just> nobody knew. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, not, not, not pleasant. But, yeah, everybody, like, what's, uh, tell us what your uh, most interesting way of being injured is. And, um, yeah, w- like we said, next week we're going to have uh, one of our friends from the financial aid department on to give more way more in-depth information than we ever could on the intricacies mm-hmm. of FAFSA and financial aid. Um, so we will RVC you next time and hope everybody has a good day. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.